The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats, so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon, Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. If we were to look at these Gospel readings in in unison, in, for this particular week, at least, which is nice, uh, all the Gospels are just one after the other. It's just a continuation of Luke. So this was Luke chapter 5, is the beginning of chapter 5. Yesterday was the end of chapter 4. Uh, Wednesday was just before that. Monday was just before that. So we go all the way back to Monday, and Jesus is going to Nazareth. So he's in his hometown of Israel. He's trying to preach to them, teach them. He stood up, handed the scroll to the prophet Isaiah. He reads it. He comes back. He's like, okay, what I just read, you are now experiencing. They're like, who are you? you you're Joseph's son. You don't know squat, blah, 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 right? And you get the whole line about, you know, uh, a prophet cannot be accepted in his own native place. So, he, takes, he goes from uh, Nazareth, he leaves, he goes on his way. Next day, right, just the, the next part of the gospel, he went to the town of Capernaum, um, a town of Galilee. So now he went from Nazareth, with, which is probably like roughly 20 miles, I would say, uh, up to Galilee and, and uh, Capernaum specifically. So he's on the Sea of Galilee now. Okay, Capernaum is where Simon Peter is from, right? So we hear all about this. He's teaching with authority. He's in synagogue. Um, they're like, he's from Nazareth. This doesn't make any sense. He's, he's healing demons. Okay, go on to Wednesday. So this is last night. He was in the synagogue teaching and preaching, and he left the synagogue to go to Simon Peter's home. Now, the cool thing about this is that if you've ever been to Capernaum, uh, and you've seen where the synagogue is and where Simon Peter's home is, you can literally throw a rock and hit them. Like, it's probably 20 yards away, like distance-wise. It's very, very close. So he's leaving the synagogue. He goes to Simon's house. So he knows who Simon is, and Simon knows who he is, and he cures Simon's mother-in-law. Like, we know that. That happened last night. Okay. A daybreak, he's left. He's going to a deserted place. He's trying to pray. He's trying to kind of, like, recoup himself. 
And this crowd's just like bearing down on him. Tell us more. We want more. Ah. Okay, so now we get to today. That crowd is pressing on him. He's like, all right, I got to like, I need some space. Boat. I know that guy. Let's get in the boat. He gets in the boat. He goes out. He's teaching to them. And then he says, let's go and, and catch some fish. So again, Simon Peter, like, he calls him master. has a knowledge of who he is. It's not going to be a shock. Like, Jesus just didn't get in his boat accidentally. But it's interesting to see, like, Simon tells him, like, you know, we've been working all night. We've caught nothing. But I'll lower the nets. So Simon kind of doesn't, he, he sets it up in such a way that he doesn't want Jesus to be disappointed. Okay, and yet he witnessed the night before the healing of his mother-in-law. Like, he interceded with Jesus about that. Like, he witnessed a miracle already. I, I mean, we've caught nothing, but I'll do it. And they go, they catch this abundant amount of fish, and they come back. That's like, this is like the aha moment for Simon. Lord, I'm a sinful man. Like, you are, you are Lord. Like, he says it, Lord. And so it's fascinating to think that Simon experienced other miracles, but it wasn't, it was this miracle. What does that have to do with us in this time and age? Like, we're going to see a lot of miracles in our lives, we may not always acknowledge or identify them as such, but there will be this moment where we're like, whoa, Lord, there you are. I, I'm sorry for my doubting, my questioning, my whatever. So then they come back. It says that Jesus, Jesus says, Simon, do not be afraid. From now on you'll be catching men. And you get the, the, really the beginning of that vocation narrative for the apostles. For us, it's just a reminder that you know, Jesus has been on this journey. He started in his hometown. He started with the people that he was closest to that he knew. And they were like, no, we don't buy it. We don't want what you're selling. Okay. He leaves. He's curing, like, people from demons. Ah, he probably has demonic powers. Like, what? Ah, why is that your first thought? And he goes on to another town and says, all right, I'm going to teach in this synagogue. I'm going to go heal this guy's mother-in-law, and I'm going to call him. And yet the guy doesn't know that. So what's the Lord doing in our lives that we're not even aware of? That's something to consider. That's something to take back to prayer. That's something to reflect on. Lord, this past week, what have you done in my life that I just, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't notice it. But as I've pondered and, I've, and I examine, I'm like, whoa, Lord, there you are. Okay. So Jesus is on a journey. We're on a journey. Jesus is on a journey with us. We're on a journey with Jesus. And yet there's something he wants to call us to, but he's going to do it in a very unique way. Uh, so it's a great thing to reflect on. It's a great thing just to reflect on in life. Where has the Lord moved and shaped and, and helped me? Um, so I think it's really beautiful to, to ponder that mystery, uh, to recognize that you know, Simon, who was in the presence and company of Jesus one night, the next day, finally is like, you are the Lord, and I will follow you. Where's, where's our aha moment? And maybe we don't have to have one. Maybe we have a lot. But where's the point where we finally say, Lord, you're the Messiah. You are the Lord, and I will follow you.